flows, all the market updates, all on Midday Live. And we now uh, speak to Busisiwe Khadebe, who's an economist at the Economic Unit at uh, Nedbank. Busisiwe, thank you for your time. Green shoots we had uh, a, a few weeks ago. The rand was around about 2 rand 30. Oil price was uh, looking good. Our current account deficit had narrowed more than expected. Things were hunky-dory. Then we hit something of a pothole. Uh, in the, the road that is our economic future. Just how much has that changed uh, the way our outlook is in terms of the economy? I mean, the, the main kind of numbers, inflation uh, and this. I mean, if you look at the figures, it was actually 12 rand 30, <laughs> Stephen. Did I say 13? Yeah, I would have loved 2 rand 30. Did I say 2 rand 30? I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming of my childhood. Are you dreaming of your childhood? I mean, we were 12 and 30. I mean, if you just look at the numbers and what we are now expecting to come out, I mean, if I look at GDP growth, we were expecting as net bank growth of somewhere between sort of 1% and 1.2% this year. We've had to cut that down to about 0.7% in 2017. So not much better than the 0.3% that we saw last year. When we look at sort of interest rates, what we were expecting there, and we'll talk about why we sort of changed our feed around these numbers, we were actually expecting rates to sort of remain on hold in sort of the beginning part of the year and towards the end of the year we were expecting two actually cuts of 25 basis points each. This time we've got a different view on that altogether. We think, okay, we probably, there is a probability now that we're going to probably have a rate hike in May and then rates are probably going to remain sort of on hold after that. So there is a couple of changes that are coming through there. We have slightly weakened what we think is going to happen to the RAND and we've lifted our inflation forecast marginally. I mean, there are many reasons why this is so. If we just look at sort of what we think is going to happen when we sort of, when Moody's comes out, as they said, sort of in 90 days' time, they'll tell us what's going to happen with their rating. We know that if they also sort of downgrade us, the potential that forcing people taking their money out of the country could be as much as about 150 billion rand that's going to flow out of the country. So these people are sort of, they hold South African bonds, sort of in sort of these passive investors in an index, and this index says you must hold bonds in this particular index that are investment grade. The moment they are not investment grade, they must actually sell those those bonds. So that forced selling that we might see might be 150 billion rand that's going to get out of the country. What does that do to the rand? That is going to weaken the rand substantially. So what we've seen so far is that we have seen weakness in the rand, but the rand hasn't sort of gone to that 18 rand to the dollar, 19 rand to the dollar, and that is because actually out there in the rest of the world, there's still this risk-on atmosphere where investors actually still want emerging market sort of equities, they're still, they're still sort of interested in what is going on with emerging markets. If it was the other way around, if there was sort of a risk-off environment and investors wanted nothing to do with emerging markets and this actually took place, then we would have seen sort of a much weaker rand coming through. So the rand now this morning at sort of 13.90, around about there, it's actually not as weak as we would have anticipated because there is still this risk-on environment going on. But I mean, if we see now this Four is coming through. There's 150 potentially that might just billion that might leave the country. That's going to lead to weaker rand. The minute you have a weak rand, you'll see that in our inflation forecast, we slightly have to lift those two. Obviously, if the rand weakens now, you will see sort of an impact on inflation, but the 
peak of the impact you'll see is in nine months' time. So the Reserve Bank, that's why you saw us also changing our interest rate forecast there because the Reserve Bank is a forward-looking central bank, so they don't think about inflation now. They think, oh, in 18 to 24 months' time, where will inflation be then? And then they must act on that. So you're going to see that lift in inflation. You're probably going to see sort of us changing to say from that flat that we had to two cuts later in the year, we probably will have a hike in May and then we'll have it flat the rest of the year. So there are changes coming through there. You must remember... Obviously, a rating sort of downgrade to junk actually increases government's borrowing costs, so that debt that we had, so that those debt service costs, which is actually our fastest growing category when it comes to government expenditure. I think over the next sort of three years, you'll see that growing sort of, I think it's something like 11% or I think it's 11.9%, I've got a correct number there. That is going to increase quite a bit because we're going to have to spend more on our debt servicing that debt because obviously if I tell an investor out there, you must actually buy South African bonds. They're going to go, those are risky, they are now junk. You must actually compensate me for that risk and they're going to ask for sort of a higher interest rate on that. So government is going to service sort of more of that kind of money. So they're going to have to get it from us somehow, but that's going to have a knock-on effect, obviously, also on short-term rates, which is sort of our repo rate and then prime rate for people out there. So there are quite a few changes coming through there. I was going to ask you what would happen if uh, then the government did uh, sign a nuclear deal, but uh, that's uh, clearly a big one, but we're not going to be able to unpack that one because we're running out of time. It's now eight minutes uh, to one o'clock.